It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is up, guys? Hope you guys had a great Christmas. Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire. Back with you guys to just about put a bow on the 2018 season, as it were. There's, there's a little Christmas reference. Uh, it, it's kind of sad in a way that we've only got one more game to talk about. You know, it's it's all I'm, and I say this all the time. You know, I'm always amazed at how fast the season goes. But here we are. It's week 17 of the NFL season. It's the final game of the regular season, and of course, the final the final game we'll be talking about for the 2018 season in general is, of course, the Panthers. Not going to the playoffs. This game has really just become more more for pride as the Panthers travel to New Orleans uh, to take on the Saints, who of course have already locked up the number one seed in the NFC playoffs. The Panthers are just looking to salvage what became a nightmare of a season. Uh, especially in the second half of the season as the Panthers of course come into this game with seven straight losses so uh, it certainly would be nice for the Panthers to go in and uh, you know end that losing streak in New Orleans and kind of end the season on a bit of a high note but as as we've learned over the past couple days uh, the Panthers certainly will look a little different on Sunday when they take the field. It will actually be Kyle Allen, the rookie out of, at least if I understand correctly, it will be Kyle Allen, the rookie out of Arkansas, getting the start for, uh, or I'm sorry, rookie out of Houston, getting the start for the Panthers. On Sunday against the Saints is, of course, Taylor Heineke suffered that uh, shoulder injury against the Falcons, and the Panthers just decided to place him on injured reserve. Uh, they actually decided to, they actually ended up bringing back Garrett Gilbert, who, of course, had started this. It's almost like things have come, the season came full circle for Garrett Gilbert. He entered training camp as the number as the number two quarterback behind Cam Newton, ended up losing the backup role to Heineke. And now here it is. He'll end the season as the backup quarterback to Kyle Allen of all players. But nonetheless, you know, and of course, the questions have been arising all week. Will the Panthers rest some of their starters? There's been talk kind of, uh, talk kind of throughout the week, whether... Christian McCaffrey is going to play much, if at all, or, you know, what the Panthers are going to do at, uh, at the, at the running back position and at the, at the different positions. 
uh, again, Kyle Allen will be the starter. You know, we'll see what they do with uh, Christian McCaffrey and uh, some of the other starters on offense. We know the offensive line, too, is going to look a little different as Trey Turner will not play either on Sunday. He has an ankle injury. He will... He has been ruled out for Sunday's game, so effectively his season is over. Tyler Larson will get the start at right guard, but uh, Ron Rivera, that was another position that Ron Rivera talked about this week in terms of uh, a couple players getting getting some looks there as well. So don't, don't be surprised to see some players kind of rotate in and out of the uh, – at, at the – at the right guard position, uh, Ty, like you said, Tyler Larson is going to get the first look. Uh, ironically, as we know, this is likely Ryan Khalil's last game as well. So it's probably not the last time Tyler Larson, unless they address interior offensive line, which I fully expect them to. But, you know, there's certainly some guys. Uh, Taylor Hearn, you know, right now it stands that. Tyler Larson will probably be the starting center, at least going into 2019, at least on paper. And then look for guys like uh, Taylor Hearn, the undrafted rookie out of Clemson, to also, you know, if, if, if Rivera is talking about getting some people in there, look for Taylor Hearn to get some, get some time at guard as well. Uh, but, again, Trey Turner will not play. Neither will Kaywon Short. It'll be his... Second consecutive game missed, as well as, obviously, Cam Newton. They won't play. Uh, Kenyon Barner and Marshall Newhouse are questionable, so it's possible that the Panthers go back to Chris Clark at left tackle. Uh, Rivera also talked about DJ Moore possibly getting some looks at punt return and Tavares Cadet getting a look at kickoff returns, again, with Kenyon Barner questionable for Sunday. So it's obviously going to be very interesting how the Panthers approach this game. You know, this is definitely one of those good opportunities for the Panthers to kind of get some of their young guys in and some of their backups. So, you know, you probably are going to see a little more Jermaine Carter again with Shaq Thompson on IR. So look for him a little bit. Uh, I'd I'd like to see Andre Smith get some looks, you know, if, if they're going to, hold back on their starters a little bit. Why not why not pull Luke Keekley a little bit and let uh, Andre Smith get some work in there as well. Maybe at middle linebacker or whatever combination you want to use. But um, I, I I definitely would like to see some of these young players get some get some reps. Uh, and it it should it should be interesting too in terms of they could be seeing a little bit of Teddy Bridgewater because it's very possible that we see Teddy Bridgewater get some snaps at quarterback as well. Again, you know, it's it's not like the Saints have anything to play for. They've already locked up the number one seed, so it wouldn't be surprising if they pull some starters early in the game as well. You know, uh, I'm almost treating this like a like a week four or even like a week two preseason game where the starters get some reps just to kind of get their legs under them. And then you pull them out. Of course, the saints know that they will be off next week as well because of the first round by. So, 
you know, it, it's going to be an interesting on, on both sides, the Saints and the Panthers, how they kind of approach this game is again, this game really means nothing to either team. You know, the Panthers, again, they're, they're, they're really just playing for pride. Uh, you, you'd love to see them come away with the win. You know, it would, it would suck for them to go into or to effectively end the season on such a down note, you know, to go from six and two to a double digit loss season, which they're certainly facing that possibility. Now, again, I know there's a lot of people out, out there too, that want to see the Panthers get as high of a draft pick as possible. And as it stands, and remember we, we, we talked about the possibility of this team getting a top 10 pick and looking at the updated draft order. Um, actually, as it turns out, even with Denver losing Carolina is still ahead of them in terms of, um, in terms of strength of schedule. So right now, Carolina sitting with the, well, they're actually tied with Atlanta for the, 10th pick in the draft. They're both six and nine. Both have actually the same strength of schedule. But again, if I am doing the tiebreakers correctly, I believe Carolina would actually be ahead of Atlanta because of a worse division record and they have a worse conference record as well. So I, and I believe that's how they do it. So if that's the case, then Carolina right now would have a top 10 pick followed by Atlanta at 11, Denver 12, Cincinnati at 13. So if Carolina loses this game, then they should be guaranteed a top 10 pick in the draft. And again, we, we talked about the possibility of them moving up as well because they actually have an easier schedule than all five teams that are 5-10. and 10. Again, that's the Lions, the Buccaneers, the Bills, the Giants – and the Jaguars. So it's possible, you know, if I, if I ran these numbers right, it's possible that this team could sneak into the top five, although that's highly unlikely. But if they lose on Sunday, very possible that they are very likely that they wind up with a top 10 pick. So again, it's that classic debate. Do you want to see them win? And end the season on a positive note, ending that seven-game losing streak? Or would you rather just roll with the punches, go after that eight-game losing streak, and get as high of a draft pick as you possibly can? Because if they win this game, you know it's, it's possible that they could fall as low as, say, uh, possibly 16 in the draft order, and they fall back into the, the middle of the pack. But right now, you're probably looking uh, around the 10 range as far as where they're going to select in the draft. So at least they'll, you know, either way, they're going to end up probably in the, in the top half of the draft. But, um, you know, the likelihood is there that they wind up with a top 10 pick. Uh, so that's kind of, a, you know, and, you know, it's unfortunate there's really not a whole lot to look forward to. Obviously you wish there was more to look forward to. You wish there was a playoff berth at stake, but as it were, they're just 
playing out the rest of the season. And speaking of playing out the rest of the season, uh, you guys still have, of course, one more chance to make a little bit of money this regular season with my bookie. Of course, all you got to do is go to my bookie, set up your account, and use the promo code Locked On, and they'll give you a 50% deposit bonus. That'll help you win some extra money if you want to parlay a couple picks. You could easily turn $100 into $600 just by correctly picking three games in one shot. So again, go to uh, my bookie, and again, we've we greatly appreciate the support that my bookie has given us all throughout this NFL season, and you know, hopefully, we're able to partner partner up with them again next year. But uh, again, very thankful for all their support all this season. But uh, again, my bookie locked on promo code get fifty percent deposit bonus fifty percent deposit bonus. Uh, on your initial deposit so a little bit of extra money for you to play with and to go out and win yourself some money one more time before the regular season comes to an end is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, But, again, you know, like I said, just kind of riding out the season here. Uh, For me personally, I, I don't think it really matters. You know, I... I'd like to see them go out and try to get that W, but I also understand that it's probably going to be very difficult with a rookie quarterback like Kyle Allen. Now, Kyle Allen was, you know, okay. Um, You know, it's not like they really did anything complicated for him in that little bit of work that he had against the Falcons. Everything was pretty simple for him, you know, kind of getting thrust in there. Obviously, now he'll have a couple days with the with the ones getting those reps but you know I, I don't expect anything too fancy with Kyle Allen under center so you know it wouldn't surprise me if they come away with the L again in this one and the season on a on an a such a Debbie Downer though when I say that I know and I, I apologize for that but you know it's it's just amazing that that's probably what's gonna happen that they'll go from six and two in the first half of the season to 0 and 8 in the second half of the season. So, you know, it's, it's something I talked about on a previous episode in regards to how really amazing it is when you look back that that Pittsburgh throttling on that Thursday night in week 10 really was the beginning of the end and that's what really started you know that's when the the wheels really started falling off and it's it's just unfortunate that this team never really recovered from that you know I, I don't know if it was just the lingering effect or what it was but it's you know I, I think we you, you could certainly point to that 50 point efforts quote unquote 
against the Steelers that really set the wheels in motion and, or, you know, for, for lack of a better term, set the wheels in motion to start falling off, as it were. But uh, it's, it, it's, it was very, it became very head-scratching, obviously, but... You know, the, the, this team will be back. I, I have no doubt that this team will be back next season. Um, you know, they, they've got a little bit of cap room to work with. Right now they're looking at about $24 million in cap space. And, uh, again, they could save themselves some money. We, we talked in the past about cutting Matt Khalil as a post-June 1st cut. That would save about $8 million. I, I do th- That does lead me to this point, though. I, I should touch on this a little bit. There was a tweet that surfaced yesterday from Andy Benoit of Sports Illustrated about how no one's really talking enough about the long-term status of Cam Newton in Carolina. Well, I think not many people are talking about it because I don't think there's really anything to talk about there. Uh, I, I don't think there's really any concern about Cam Newton's long-term status in Carolina. He, you know, he mentioned that they could cut him for an eight and a half million dollar dead cap hit, but you know, why would you want to do that when you, first of all, don't have an option in place? You know, the, the the first question you really need to ask yourself when you are starting to talk about something like that is, what is the replacement option? You know, what. What what is your fallback option from moving on from Cam Newton? I mean, it's not like you're it's not like you're going out and drafting a top quarterback. I mean, let's face it, this is not a good quarterback class. There's really only two, maybe three quarterbacks, depending on how you feel about Will Greer. Really, the only two people, the only two quarterbacks people are starting to talk about in in regards to possibly being a franchise quarterback or maybe even being worthy of a first-round pick in this year's draft are Dwayne Haskins and Drew Locke. You know, there's starting to be a little bit more buzz about Drew Locke. And remember, Dwayne Haskins hasn't even declared yet. You know, there's no guarantee that he even is in this class. And if he doesn't declare, Justin Herbert has already said he's going back to Oregon next season. So, and, and good on him. Look, I was starting to believe that Justin Herbert was going to go back to school. I know there's people that are surprised that he did, but I think it's good on him. You know, get get one more year, you know, kind of build yourself up a little bit more. And, you know, and it, I think there was also a little bit of family issues in, in there as well because Herbert's brother, I believe, the brother-cousin, I, I forget what the relationship – I believe it's his brother – will be coming into Oregon next season as a freshman playing tight end. So at least that'll give Justin one year to to play with him at Oregon. So I'm, I'm sure that weighed a little bit in him deciding to come back to Oregon. But in terms of this quarterback class, again, the, the only two people that are that seem like they're getting some kind of buzz as first-round picks are Dwayne Haskins. And, and Haskins, I think, would be the clear-cut number one quarterback if he declares. And then I guess people are talking about Drew Locke. And then depending on your thoughts of Will Greer. But other than that, there's really no quarterback in this class 
that's really worthy of a first round pick. So, you know, it's a very, it's a very weak quarterback class. Uh, there, there's definitely no doubt that if you wanted to get a quarterback in a draft last year was the year to do it. That's why you saw five quarterbacks go in the first round. And now all five of them are starting for their respective teams. But getting back to the point about Newton and the Panthers, you know, so again, it's not like they're going out and drafting a quarterback. So what is the option? You know, you can't just say, oh, let's move on from Newton because is the grass greener on the other side, at least short term? Where are you going? And, you know, again, what what is your backup plan if what – is, what is your backup plan if – if things if things kind of fall apart, not getting a replacement. So I, I strongly disagree with the notion of you know Cam Newton's long term success. And I, and I get I, I I'm not trying to bag on the guy. I know there's a lot of people out there. I'm sure there's some of you listening out there that just hear the name Andy Benoit and just start laughing. Look, I I don't have a problem with the guy. Um, you know, I respect the position he's in working at Sports Illustrated. He's obviously in a higher position than I am. I just disagree with the take. That, that, that's all. I, I disagree with the notion that his long-term status is in question. You know, I, you, you're still going to have Cam Newton for a few years to come. Get that shoulder healthy. Come back in 2019 better. And I think I think this team will be just fine. You know, even if, say, Greg Olson, because I know he started to talk about his future in Carolina and, you know, whether or not he's back in Carolina. But we saw Ian Thomas has shown he'll be a, a viable backup. We know – or not not just backup, but a replacement. Uh, we, we know how high Carolina was on him when they went out and drafted him. So, again, I, I think this offense is going to be just fine. You just have to shore up that offensive line, and you know certainly there's some some good options. Whether you want to go for uh, a tackle high, again, you know a lot a lot of people I trust in terms of the draft, and you know because I haven't really gotten a chance to dig much myself yet. So I'll do that a little bit after the the season's over. But some guys whose opinions I trust say that it's also not a good class as far as left tackle goes really a lot of the top tackles are probably best served being right tackles guys like Dalt Reisner a guy that I've raved about a little bit in the past out of Kansas State you know so whether you go out and you draft a tackle high or you know whatever whatever the case may be but I I feel like this team will be fine Uh, I think you know, ex- expectations might be tempered a little bit because of a season like this, but there, there's no reason to believe that this team can't bounce back in 2019. But this is certainly a, an important offseason upcoming for this Panthers team. And I do believe Ron Rivera will be back. I, I don't think they're going to fire him. I do expect changes on the coaching staff, though. I, I do expect David Tepper will probably come in and try to shake things up a little bit, especially with the way the season ended. But I do believe Ron Rivera will be back at least for one more year. And then, you know, depending on how 2019 goes, 
you know, if things go south again next year, then I think you reevaluate the situation and maybe you move on in 2020. But 2019, I believe, I, I do believe Ron Rivera will be back. I don't think there's going to be a change there. But I do also want to take this opportunity to really thank you guys again one more time for all of your continued support. It's been uh, another fun season. I'm glad that I was able to kind of stick with it this year. You know, last year, obviously, I kind of quietly stepped away for a little bit, almost like a bit of a hiatus, but... You know, I'm glad I was able to at least keep up with this a little bit, you know, and I, I fully intend to continue with this. You know, as, as far as I know, I'm not going anywhere yet. As, as long as the network will continue to have me, I will be here doing my best to talk Panthers football with you guys. Uh, I enjoy talking Panthers football because I know uh, Panthers Nation has – Arguably the best fan base in the NFL. There's no doubt that you guys love your Panthers football, and I enjoy coming on and giving my perspective as kind of kind of an outsider. You know, being a bit away from a team, but you know, obviously learning more as I go and trying to become a little bit more of an insider, quote unquote. You know, obviously I don't have full access yet. That, that, in that sense, I'm still an outsider, but, you know, I'm doing my best to be as well-equipped as I can with Panthers football, and I really, truly appreciate the support that you guys have given me and, you know, kind of welcoming in, into the Panthers family, and I'm, you know, truly grateful for this opportunity to get to sit here and just talk football with you guys and, and talk about the Panthers. And again, I fully intend to continue doing this after the regular season into the off season and into free agency in the draft, you know, going to try to get some guests on here to give you guys some other perspectives in terms of what the Panthers should do this off season in the draft. So, you know, very much looking forward to this off season with you guys. And again, just want to thank you guys for coming along with me for the ride and, letting me tag along with you guys throughout this 2018 season. So thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, and I, like I said, I fully intend to be on this ride with you guys going into 2019. Uh, so I, th I think on that note, we will end it there. Uh, we will, of course, be back on Monday to... Wrap up the Saints game and wrap up the season. And effectively, it'll be wrapping up the year of 2018. Because by the time Monday rolls around, uh, Monday, of course, is New Year's Eve. So Monday will be it. Monday will put, put the final bow, the final touches on the 2018 season. And, you know, whether we talk about a win or just start talking about the off season, but uh, nonetheless, enjoy the game. You will get R Rondé Barber one more time as it'll be Kenny Albert and Rondé Barber on the call for Carolina at new Orleans. And then of course, you know, whatever, 
the other games, you know, in whatever area you're in, you know, enjoy the pl- the final playoff push in the NFL. Enjoy the playoffs in college football too, as those, of course, are on Saturday, including, of course, Clemson taking on Notre Dame, and then, of course, Alabama against Oklahoma. Uh, but whatever you do this weekend, enjoy it, make it fun, make it a good one, and enjoy the game on Sunday. And we will be back Monday to wrap up the season right here on Locked on Panthers. Until next time, Bill Rossetti at Bill underscore Rossetti on Twitter. Check out the work on Panthers Wire and Bengals Wire. Thank you so much again. Have a good weekend, and we'll see you Monday right here on LOP. Until then, take care, everybody. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.